You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No. For the first part um, of our show, we're going to spend all of this money on Amazon. <laughs> I paid for a million dollars of Amazon web hosting services. How much do and you all think I is got was here? this. What? How much do you think is in here? We should do like a $5,000. An audience. You know how they had the jelly beans? Yeah. But instead it's coins. Is it $5,000 worth? Of it's coins? certainly less than that. It looks think, like your, it's. What's your real guess? Are those $100 coins? They look like $100 coins. $100 coins. Yeah, they got $100 coins. Say that again for me. $100 coins. Okay. Why? What? They got they got they got quarters. They got John F Kennedy. Uh-huh. They've got Sacagawea, the $1 yeah. silver dollars. Yep. Gold dollars is coins. And then they got $1,000 coins. $1,000 coins. Yeah, $1,000 coins. That's what it they sounds made. like a candy bar that you just made up. 1,000 grand dollar coins. You can, they're wrapped in chocolate. It's like I'm, the opposite. I'm upset that you didn't coins. give me a real guess of how much money you think is in the, the jar. All right, first because of all, then, what denomination are these coins? What, what, <laughs> you saw the, the jar. Of it's coins. very blurry. It's, what do you mean it's very blurry? It says pennies and nickels and dimes and quarters. Okay. The, the normal coins that would be in a coin jar. To me, it looks like they're all the same coin. What $5,000 coin. Have you ever seen a jar of coins that's all the same coin? <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. I, in fact, I only keep buckets of quarters. Right. Yeah. And if I don't have quarters, I go to the store and I give them two dimes and a nickel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes five nickels. Yes. Sometimes... A dime and three nickels. I really just want your guess of how much money. Sometimes twenty five pennies. <laughs> Sometimes two dimes and five pennies. Sometimes I cut a fifty cent coin in half, and I get two quarters. <laughs> He's so mad. He's oh. just, he just wants my guess. I don't know, man. I'm gonna. Um, I just. It's just a guess. It's just seven dollars. Thank you. No, you don't have a real guess. That's a seven dollars. Seven dollars. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I right. went. It's somewhere in between uh, seven and five thousand dollars. Okay. All right. Okay. Fine. Twenty-five dollars. Final answer. There you go. That's a good guess. Thank you. Yeah. Golly. Everyone, type type in the comment box below what you I'm gonna, think. I'm going to sell my half of the podcast, and it's going to become you <laughs> talking to the AI Joe Biden, and that's that'll gonna that'll be... that'll get you about seven dollars. Exactly. Get <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, we're over that. All right. <clears throat> Oh, 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 oh,
Welcome to The Crunch, the only podcast that only just now has updated its camera settings to be optimized. It's your boy, Ethan. And I'm optimized. I don't think you optimized. I optimized. <laughs> this is like when you play a game on the playground. Like, yeah. I have a shield that deflects uh-huh. your bullets. No, I have bullets that go through your shield. Yeah. You well, did I not actually, I'm actually, optimized. I'm actually invincible, so you can't get me. Yeah, you can't get me. No, you're not on the turbo team. Don't <laughs> run. I recently rewatched all of I Think You Should Leave. Yeah. Very worth it. In my I think opinion. you should leave. Yeah. Have you seen that? No. No. I've seen Turbo Time, but from. I've never seen uh I Think You Should Leave. I think you should leave is the name of the show that that sketch is from. It's is the that John hot Mulaney? dog guy. No, it's, oh, it's I don't uh, care Tim it. Robinson. It's the meme where it's the hot dog guy going, We're all trying to find out who did this. Right. We're all trying to find the guy who did this. Yes. And then there's the one where it's like, is that why? Is that really? Is or what? What is it? Are you sure about that? That's what it is. Yeah, I don't find a lot of the cringe humor very appealing. I love cringe humor. Man. I think Turbo Time is a good skit, but everything else that I've seen come out of the Tim and Eric verse has been uh, unappealing to me. Generally. Tim and Eric. Uh, is that Tim Robinson and Eric? What's his name? Yeah, that's Eric. Never seen him. Okay. Well, they they just come from that uh, that world of of weird cringe humor, and that's just never been never been my bag. You know, I don't like to feel bad while I'm laughing. Yeah, I like to feel bad. <laughs> I like to feel good while I'm laughing. No, I like to feel really bad. I want the butterflies, but the good kind inside, and I want to let like, them out. It's like imagine if it was a bunch of. It's like watching a bunch of YouTube videos back to back. Actually, is what that's like. It's like watching a bunch of um, sketch comedy videos from. Uh-huh. 2023 back right. to back. You're describing something that I don't think I would enjoy. Sketch enjoy comedy. Watching. I have a trouble with sketch comedy. You don't like sketch comedy? I don't think I do. Why not? Is that a character defect? I think literally it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because you aren't watching sketch comedy, so you have a defect of characters. Defective characters. Yeah. It's a character deficit. Would that show up on my credit check? Yeah, I, I don't think like so. sketch Dude. comedy. Oh my gosh. Hey, yeah. this is our first podcast since I got back from my my graduation. So yeah, I'm, happy I'm birthday. Thank you. Thank you. A, the only a birthday new, party new... where you have to sit and listen to some guy talk. Oh my gosh. <laughs> was it 400, awful? 490 names. Oh. And I was right at the end because yeah. I was the fanciest. Mm-hmm. But I'm not bringing that up because I'm not bringing that up because of the graduation. I'm bringing it up because you mentioned credit checks. I had to have a credit check run against me to Ooh. rent a car. Ooh. Yeah. Did, so, it, did it reduce your credit score? I don't think so. I think you it was went from 815 check. down to 812. Yeah, I have an 815 <laughs> credit score at the age of 26. That's Imagine. what I have. Imagine. My <laughs> Never mind. But what? Why are um, you laughing? <laughs> you might have to bleep this out of the podcast. Oh, no. Don't take but, it then. Um, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to do it. Okay, then I won't. Yeah. But uh that's a bonus podcast material. Sure. But sure, sure. um I I went to I reserved a car at Dollar Rent a Car because I don't have a credit card and so I needed to, a dollar car rental because they take debit cards. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. first of all, I didn't get the young person tax. Just so you know, now. you can rent cars from other places like Enterprise, you just have to bring uh like 3 months of utilities with you. I've done it multiple oh. times. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've rented cars from these places, but with my mom's card, but they still needed mm. that kind of thing. So like, mm, yeah. that's what we've done in the past, but I was so I was so adamantly against using my mommy's card this time that I was like, yeah. no, I'm a man. I'm 26. I'm a man according to rental car places. Yeah. 
because that's the age that you can rent cars apparently right even though i have in the past and i was like yeah i don't have a, a credit card and they were like okay well we're gonna withhold 500 from your account and run a credit check and i was like fine and they're like really and i was like yeah yeah you know why i have 500 to keep with you it's because i don't have a credit card bill anyway so yeah. uh <laughs> I was to the Dave Ramsey guys. Anyway, so I, I I got the car and they ran the credit check and they said, you failed the credit check. And I was like, that is impossible. You failed a credit check? What yeah, what score like, did they need? I don't to know. To rent a car. I know, but like I've never default. I've never declared bankruptcy. I've never, you know, missed a payment. I had four loans, three school and one car over the course of my life. Mm -hmm. So it's not a great credit score because they want you to have like consumer debt. But- sure. It's not a bad credit score. I don't, you know. So like I was like, this is so confusing. And I and he was like, yeah, I can't rent to you. And I was like, but I reserved a car. And he's like, we can't rent. I was like, I already paid for the insurance. They're like, that's through a third party. And I was like, okay, give me the money back. And he's like, you have to go through the third party. And I said, You guys pick the third party. You guys talk to them. Uh -huh. I don't know what to tell you. You can't I, you you the third party, you and the third party had seemed to have no problem talking to each other. When you were taking my money, <laughs> surely, right? But giving surely it back you is a give whole it other back, issue. Yeah, you know. And so that was just weird. And then, like, I I sat there and I like waited. Mm. I got snapped at Phoebe, of course, because I was stressed. Oh, like, a bad husband worst. moment. Yeah. And um, I was like, this is ridiculous. And I I I handed. I was like, can I speak to your supervisor? And he's like, she's right there. Ooh. Yeah, like, cause I was like, I was like, obviously you can't do anything oh, about it. The obviously rare Gen Z Karen. That yeah, you, right. I you was like, rarely I was like, see this. I mean, it's like, you know, it's like, okay. I was like, can you do anything about it? He's like, no. And I was like, great. Can someone else, like, do you have who's in charge? And he was like, my supervisor. And I was like, oh, okay. And she was right there. And I was like, okay. So she heard the whole thing. So it's probably she's not stepping in. So whatever. Right. So anyway, I stood there and I waited and I was like, I'm going to talk to her anyway. It turns out she wasn't listening. <laughs> sure. <laughs> she was on the computer. Not. Yeah. And um, so I was talking to her and I was like, hey, I filled the credit check. Uh, can you run it again? And she was like, yeah, sure. And she took the slip and she was like, you didn't fail the credit check. And I was like, thank you. All this right. This guy was okay. just being a jerk. This guy, this guy didn't know what he was doing. He was incompetent, which is fine. Not mm. everyone. How hard was, is it was... to run an Equifax credit report? Apparently it's difficult. Apparently yeah. it's difficult. He didn't know. He didn't know what he was doing. This is like a, hey, you know, a unique hey, thing. You know Most people you know have a credit was? card. I bet it wasn't Equifax. I bet it was TransUnion. I bet it was the yeah, trans, the trans agenda. Yeah, the trans yeah. agenda moving against you to the prevent you from agenda, graduating. Noted uh, opponent of the trans uh, movement, Franciscan University. It's all connected. Patrick, the, the, the TransUnion agenda, known for promoting um, gender Equifax. Equifax. Okay. Nice. There it That's is. Good. Sure. There it is. FICO. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway fico <laughs> yes down so, right. so you did get the car <laughs> i did get the car that's good um yep we got the car i but i had canceled the insurance already so i was oh. like well we're free balling it baby and uh <laughs> freewheeling implying that like not wearing underwear is somehow foregoing insurance is that what free balling means Always yeah what that well meant. it's you, you thought it was just a, a term i thought it was just a thing yeah no it's yeah. it's yeah hell in a sense you're not protected you know Right, I guess. So. Yeah, yeah. In the in the but, rare occasion that you do, you know, you kind of want that there. Yeah, I guess. And underwear is kind of insurance when you think about it. Underwear is insurance against getting little pee stains on your pants. If only purchasing insurance would prevent chafing. That would be the one <laughs> thing that I would like. <laughs> if only. <laughs> 
Yeah, Leo's really going through it right now. Yeah. Oh, he's got to get. Big he's got to get a first, better deal from State Farm. His first big boy rash. He's got to really. <laughs> sucks, you know. Ooh. Get that Boudreaux's butt paste. You know oh, that yeah. stuff that I embarrassed myself in front of all of your groomsmen with at the mm-hmm. at your wedding. Do you think about that every week? I do. No. Why did yeah, you see, embarrass no yourself? About embarrassing. I was like Boudreaux's butt paste. I love that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they were like, "Gross." That's not <laughs> gross. Like, what? It's a it's a good paste. It's a good paste. It's like that's hilarious. Yeah. Butt paste. You know, yeah. it doesn't sound like it's a paste that goes on your butt. It sounds like a paste that comes from a butt. That's hilarious. Ooh. Yeah. Bud Pace was my nickname in high school. <laughs> so you did graduate from college. I did graduate from college with my master's in theology. I didn't get my master's in theological science, which would have given me a cooler hood, and I'm bitter about that. But hey, you live and you learn, right? Yeah. Um, so, but now, uh, uh, according to publishers, I can publish a book. So, already doing it. Which but you could have published it before. Just apparently. Yeah. So. Yeah, I finished the I finished the the master's degree. Now I just got to finish the book. But you know, I prefer sleeping because I have I don't have a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's tough. my job. My job was a fake job. My last job was a fake job. Oh, youth ministry. Yeah. Don't say that too loud. No, it was. Uh... Parishes are going to start laying laying them off if they find out that it's all fake. It's all just graphic design work that you can get for five dollars on Fiverr. I didn't I didn't think I had any time when I worked as a youth minister. Now I really don't have time, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that can be tough. Yeah. I mean, I'll have time later because like right now at the beginning of this job, it's a lot of like, you know, I got to build it up so that I have a monthly income. Right. Mm-hmm, but later, mm-hmm. you know, you can be like, nah, <coughs> I won't do as many dials today. You right, know? Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But in youth ministry, you know, it's like, what? Oh, what? what oh the, nope. the kids are gonna the kids are gonna hate that my talk isn't super prepared whatever i'm they podcasting baby take it they from a know. former teen they don't listen to the talks yeah oh yeah i the only thing i was thinking about when i would go to youth group is how do i sit so that my leg can briefly brush another girl's leg that's kind of all another I was girl like a, like a girl a you girl, know a girl. yeah like there's not another there's not another but then, girl you but just, then the you next week no it girl, would be it would be another yeah, girl another i would go girl, to different youth groups it. yeah i was a serial <laughs> attendee <laughs> this guy this guy's going to youth groups all over the country and vaguely brushing like no that's real though that's yeah. real boys do that yeah hey not just boys girls don't do that no i was implying that sometimes there are clergymen that get shuffled around the country hey to brush up against young children <laughs> yeah oh boy yeah we can say it because we're in it yeah we could yeah it's, it's fine because we are super smash bros players so we can talk about how they're all pedophiles yeah exactly uh i was sorry that was way too niche of a that was super niche for like a tweet that just you and me saw (laughs) yeah and and that's not fair to like bring up pedophilia and super smash bros together because it wasn't really pedophilia it was just sexual uh, assault whatever i was in the shower the other day (laughs) this is a segue great and hopefully tangential (laughs) no not really i was looking Um, down at my feet yeah and i i'm a big sock wearer like I rarely Did don't you keep have your socks, socks on in the shower. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I look down at my feet and I'm kind of like looking at my feet almost. It seems like for the first time, you know, I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> you're, you're like a child. <laughs> like I look at other people's feet all the time. Really? Now, <laughs> 
hold on. So like <laughs> I see, like I see different other kind people. of pedophilia. No, 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 no. Why is feet and kid the same word? I think pedo and pedo are are different. No, I think one is just if you're British. Sure. I was just saying that Sorry, I see on. a lot of other people wear sandals and I like know what the other people's feet look like, you know, yeah. but I never thought that my feet could look like that, you know, because I think because I always just look down and I just see sock, you know, it's just kind of a contained <laughs> unit and sure. then seeing like the little appendages kind of sticking out. I don't know. It really struck me <laughs> Toes, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, the, to- sure. the toes. Yeah, yeah. You're, are you like are you cool. like Nick, where you like wear socks literally all the time, even to bed? Yep. Boy, oh boy. Because if I don't wear socks in bed, then my feet get all sweaty, and it's. Oh. Yeah, it's nasty. Stick your foot out of the blanket. No, no, no. It has nothing to do with the foot being hot. They get clammy. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Weird. So. Yeah, I don't wear socks to bed because I hate the way the sock feels against the blanket. That's, a, Nick, that's my wife is the same way. That's insane to me because what do you mean you don't like how the sock? You don't feel what it feels like to be the sock rubbing up against the bed because you're the foot and the foot's inside the sock. So okay, you, how my could you? Foot doesn't like when the sock <laughs> rubs against the blanket. Right? But it's it's two fabrics. It's like a it's like the whisper of the wind, you know, caressing your toe. How on earth could you feel what it's what it feels like from within? That's what is that? Is that a receipt that you had in your hand? <laughs> I don't think that's a good corollary. <laughs> a sock, soft. That's yeah, nothing, it's nothing. yeah. There's nothing. So I don't, I don't see what the problem is. You wouldn't socks like, put, when you put on gloves and you like stick your glove through your sweatshirt. You know, in the winter, are you like, yes. oh, this is so awful? I can't yes. believe that I feel this way with my hand and my yes. glove. Really? Yes. Yes. I think you have a sensory issue. Yeah, I hate the feeling of like, you know, rub like scratching the top of a car or like, yeah. Does the that ever get weird of it? when you like scratch the, the Or like the roof. scratching behind its ears to make it feel good. Yeah, when you, <laughs> and all of a sudden like the back tire just goes doop, doop, doop. Yeah. <laughs> they the get radi- the radiator the comes out. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh does Emma ever get mad if you like scratch the roof of the car? I don't the ceiling of the, the car. roof of the car. I never what, scratch the roof of your car. <laughs> Unless I was like a caged animal trying to escape, why would How I? How does she feel about biting into an apple? <laughs> Are all these related? And like, it's this is a weird Rorschach test that you're doing to see if I can pick up on the code. Uh, no, it's. I think biting into an apple is generally fine for all of us over here. Great. <laughs> you don't like biting into apple? No, I hate the sound, and my wife loves apples. And it's a, it's a cross that I bear. I so, hate the taste of, I hate not the taste. I love the taste of apples. I hate the sound of apples. Like so the, a baked <laughs> apple? Great. Yeah. Like oh, the, yeah. <laughs> Stop doing it. So you don't like that? No. Are there any fruits that you do like the sound of? Like if I was next to you <laughs> and, I, and I and I bit into like a mango, would that send oh, you? Oh, yeah. Mango, baby. Or because it's not too, many fruits have. Is it the snap? What is it that noises. gets you? Is it just it's like the crunch? The crunch. You have a problem crunch. with the crunch. I don't have a problem with the crunch. I have the problem with the crunch of the apples. That's why we put the Applejack guys in hell. Yeah. Or fed. Or Maybe whatever. you need to know. get softer apples. Fuji. <laughs> instead of Honeycrisp. Every single one of them. All of them. Every apple. I hate it. Can't That's do it. That's so sad. Oh, it gives me the feeling that you get if you like bite ice. You, you bite ever had ice? those ice pop in the in the in the 
You don't like those? I love them, but I never would. <sighs> then how do you you just eat it whole? <laughs> you just <laughs> you just drop my it jaw, down the esophagus. My jaw unhinges, and, and you I let like, it. Ah. You let it melt. You ever see inside. a sword? You ever see a sword eater? Yeah, that's yeah. what I do, but I don't take it back up. No, yeah. I, I you do that, but with freeze. I go, pops. I go, I pinch it. Yeah, and then I go, and I go, and you just let it melt in your mouth. You never yes. bite the ice. I, I savor it. You've never like if you're having a drink and you get some ice in your mouth with the drink, you don't kind of chomp no. on the ice a little bit. You just no. sit there not speaking until the ice melts. No, I speak. Are you kidding me? You Have spit you it me? out? Nice what do you do you? with the... Patrick. Yeah, I what spit do you it do out. With the ice? You just spit the ice back out. Or I let it melt in my mouth. And you just kind of... Yeah. This is int- I've never knew all these things about you. Apples, socks, gloves, car scratching. That's... that. And I don't know about... Why? Do you just... Is it for fun? Um, yeah. it's just like kind of one of those nerd like things that people do when they're in a car and they're bored and they just kind of like are just playing with the you know the upholstery, like it's that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just gradually, like, eh, yeah, gross. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. It's yeah. good to know that you have all these icks. I'm trying to think if I have any icks. No. I hate the. I hate the. Any. I do have. <laughs> I do. I do have some where it's like if someone scratches those like little 3D things that used to be on like your pajamas you know it was like a 3d oh yeah truck, that's awful and yeah. it was oh, i hate that it's nails sensation. on chalkboard it's nails, nails on, chalkboard. on chalkboard but it's nails that's what on i get when weird 3d monster trucks or if you like bite ice cream or something that's frozen or apples anything like ice that. you buy bite, biting ice cream people bite ice cream no but like do you have do you eat ice cream yes hmm are you <laughs> kidding me look at me i eat ice cream what okay, are you talking about that's true well, that's good. I let it melt in my mouth. Okay. I feel like we've learned a lot about each other today. <laughs> Ethan's a crazy person who can bite ice, and I'm a normal person who can't. Sound off in the comments <laughs> below if you eat ice, because I think it's a large majority of people on the planet. We're <laughs> going to get ice. into the Discord, and everyone's going to be like, hey. I have a PhD in ice. No, I not even you. that, but it's just like, okay. hey, I eat ice. I'm one of the many. I eat ice. I go to the dentist. That's what you guys sound like. Patrick's talking about how much time he doesn't have in the day, but sits there and waits for the ice to melt in his mouth (laughs) instead of just biting it. (laughs) My time block, my time block planner is 9am to 10am cold calls, 10am to 11pm bonus podcast, 11am to 5pm waiting for ice to melt in my mouth. (laughs) Yeah. It's the drill budget tweet, but it's with ice, ice in my mouth. (laughs) Help me. My family is starving. I don't know. What me, to I have do. no time in the day. Yeah. Ice keeps melting in my mouth. Oh, that's oh, funny. Oh boy. So Ethan, well, um, we're doing something today. But before we do that, thing, yeah, people should uh, like and subscribe on this YouTube video. Share the Ooh. video or whatever. Subscribe, like, subscribe, like, subscribe. Below. Click the bell button. Get notified every time we upload. That's what you want, really. Sell is, all your uh, data to Google. Yeah, we're up to 215 subscribers on YouTube. Big, huge, we're, large we're growing every day so top on board baby one day our youtube channel will catch up to our actual listenership <laughs> one day it will surpass 216 it. just kidding one day we're going to be so big on youtube we won't even need the audio podcast anymore we're going to wow. leave it languishing we're going to leave it be we're going to be like yeah. audio listeners who yeah i don't even know youtube people without eyes not interested can't couldn't be me couldn't be me hey thank you for listening to this episode of the crunch 
Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We are doing so a little what are thing. We, what are we doing? I have, so I have 25 minutes until I have to go. So yeah, okay. we, we're going to do... So I was watching a an interview. A podcast that I like is called the the Iced Coffee Hour. Have you heard of this? I have heard of this. It's Graham yeah. Stephan, who's a bit of an influencer or YouTuber uh. type guy, but he's a real estate dude or was a real estate dude. And uh, he was an agent in Hollywood, California, Los Angeles, made a bunch of money, owns a bunch of rental properties. And now he does content, basically like finance content, housing content, all these things. But they do a podcast called the Ice Coffee Hour, where they interview a bunch of very successful people, like nine figure people, billionaire people, and just talk to them about their success. I think they do a good job at interviewing the two of them because they're very, I don't know, they don't feel like it doesn't feel like they have an agenda when they go into their interviews. It doesn't feel like that they they're really just trying to figure out like, hey, how much money do you actually have? And how did you get it? <laughs> it's like really yeah. you're interested in, which is kind of refreshing because it's not like, how dare you? You know, they're not making judgments. Yeah. People make their money. It's just so you did what to get how many apartments? And uh, <laughs> it's it's interesting. So they did recently, they did two back to back episodes and they did one with Hassan Piker, who. Oh, that guy. Yeah, I know that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was on the Young Turks and. uh He's very he's very left wing, like democratic socialist type guy, very pro abortion, you know, all those things. And then before that, the episode that we're going to look at today is an episode with Brett Cooper, who I think Matt Frad is like wants to be friends with. He just talks about her a lot. I don't know. The first time oh, I this heard is a, this is a woman this is a woman. Brett Cooper. She's like 21 and she's uh, she's on the Daily Wire. So she has like three million subscribers on a Daily Wire show. And uh, she looks like Ben Shapiro, so everyone calls her uh, Femme Shapiro, which oh, is pretty funny. That is funny. <laughs> uh, but I was listening to both of those episodes because I thought it was interesting how they just let them talk. Um, and obviously, I have a lot. Actually, when listening to this, when listening to those episodes, I had a lot more disagreements with Brett than I did with Hassan because oh. I think like. And maybe that's just like the more sectarian deal where it's just like, hey, if we're both right wing, you can't like be wrong about these things, you know, whereas with Hassan, he's talking about like they talked a lot about homelessness. They talked a lot about mm -hmm. like foreign entities owning American property. Oh, they talked yeah, about um, like poverty. And you know, like, I, th I disagree with Hassan's solution, which is like we need more government to solve all of these things. Uh, but like a lot of the problems what they were talking about, about homelessness and like the the way that people go about it and how homeless shelters are like more dangerous and you need to have a housing first, like all those things that he was talking about. I was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Just from like a, you know, if you love the poor, you kind of have to like look at the poor and help them in the way that helps them the most and not just try to do it the way that you think is best. So I like agreed with a lot of his stuff. And then once he gets into the abortion and the gender stuff, obviously it just goes off the rails, but a lot of the economy sure. stuff, I'm like, yeah, I just don't think, government programs is the solution to all those problems. But the thing I want to talk about with Brett 
that we're going to switch to here, and I have the, the exact timestamp pulled up, is uh, they, they asked her about pornography. Pornography. And she, and she has an anti-porn stance. And uh, I thought that her answers were satis- not satisfactory with the questions. Like oh. She had an opportunity to make a really good argument, and she just huh. biffed it. So uh, I think we should talk about it. And okay. I'm going to switch to the I'm going to switch to the thing here. And I'm going to play this. Can you see? Can you see the screen? I can. Okay. So uh they they were talking she, they talked a little bit about like the culture around porn and about like the sex trafficking and the mm-hmm. all of those things, but then he asked a question very specifically like so is it the culture that's wrong or is it porn itself that's wrong? Great because question. Talking, which is a really good question. So this is how it yeah. goes. Is it the culture of porn itself mm-hmm. or is it porn in general? I think it's both. So it, like I, I agree. This, I think I the think culture that... around porn, yes, is, yeah. is, is extremely toxic mm-hmm. and it's very bad. Mm-hmm. Probably a, an objective bad, right? Yeah. Let's take porn itself. Okay. So like the With two videos. very intentional, no, no, no. Two very intentional people consenting into this yeah. whatever transactional relationship. Yeah. How is that bad? Um, if they are doing that, then I guess that's fine. Like, <laughs> I just, oh, and it, I, it, we, it goes on and we can listen to more of that. But that, yeah. like that question of, so what's wrong with two people who are consenting, two people who haven't been in like sexually trafficked, yeah, uh, totally consenting, who just want to record themselves having sex mm-hmm. and uploading it online? What's wrong with that? And this is where the whole libertarian thing just falls apart. It crumbles. Yeah. It crumbles. It's we can not, listen yeah. to a little bit more so we don't take it completely out of t- context, but I want to hear your thoughts on on all of this. Okay. Like if you want to make videos in your own home, I guess mm, Maybe it's the selling of it. I don't know. But what I, is it she exactly doesn't know. She's like waffling. Because mm. people sell their bodies another way. That's very true. Um, I guess I, I think in my mind that goes back to the industry. Like, will there ever be a safe way to present that pornography? But if there the was, creators? then yeah. it would probably be okay in the mind of Brett Cooper. I think on a moral level, I would still say no. Because I, I think, think, I'm you, trying to I think you value intimacy mm-hmm. and having... But she can't, and then they get into some other things, but she like can't yeah. articulate why, you know, yeah. which I think is like a huge problem, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's a super, that's a super red, yeah, it's a super red flag. Yeah, she's like, there's no, you're right, it's, it is the, the it's funny, like in your own home, it's like, mm-hmm. this is where libertarianism fails. It's like, why yeah. is it the home that is this like contained unit yeah. where all of a sudden it's okay to do It's okay something. to do anything. It's okay to do anything in your as own home? As long as it doesn't infringe upon other people. Other people, exactly. But it's like, who are you to say what infringes on other people? Yeah. You know, because like, sure, it's possible, you know, like, it's, I don't know, it's, I don't want to go into the argument of like, well, actually, it does infringe on other people because it, you know, the other person becomes less, you know, attached to their partner or whatever. It's like, mm-hmm. no, it's not about, it's not about, we're all consequentialists at heart, right? Do you know what mm-hmm. consequentialism is? No. <laughs> consequentialism is this idea that like, i don't have a master's from franciscan so <laughs> we were talking in the line about how none of us are prepared to do moral theology because the moral theology professor uh was like mia for months uh or for years like no one had a good like no one had a good moral theology class in the years that we were there oh no. i think we had a good one because i don't know i read all the works so like i read everything and like talked anyway it doesn't matter Cringe. but um there if you read veritatis splendor this is like the this is John Paul II's like mm-hmm. key document for Catholic moral theology. He talks about two problems, two problematic views of like what makes something moral. And one of those things is called consequentialism, which is 
if the consequences are good, then the uh, then the action must have been good, mm. right? It's not necessarily the ends justify the means. Like, that's not exactly what people are saying. Like you can do something that's wrong as long as it goes well. It's like no, if it's going well, if the consequences are good, mm. that means necessarily the action was good. Right. And this seems to be what she's arguing. It's like, oh, like the like if um if the outcome is neutral then the action must have been neutral if the outcome is bad the action was bad Mm -hmm. and a lot of us do this because like like let's say you do something bad and get caught by your wife right (gasps) or you do something bad and you don't get caught by your wife and she Mm -hmm. gets really mad at you for the first thing and not for the second thing Mm -hmm. we are in our fallen human nature are going to feel more bad about the thing we were caught doing (laughs) Mm -hmm. than not doing yeah and it's because like we we value the consequences of our actions. Like, okay, cool. I got away with that. So it was fine. I didn't get away with that. So it was not fine. It was actually really bad. And we feel more awful about it. Even if it was like the same action. Right. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. And so we're all deeply consequentialist at heart. And that's what she's arguing is like, well, porn is bad because of all these consequences, but that's a slippery slope fallacy. Right. It's like, oh, well this will, you know, porn will lead to something that's actually wrong. So it's wrong. But just because something leads to something being wrong, on the flip side, it's like just because something leads to being wrong doesn't mean that it's wrong. You know, like mm-hmm. if I I mean, Jesus did this all the time. Right. Like Jesus said a lot of things that led to people getting in trouble. Like Jesus healed a blind man mm-hmm. and it led to that blind man getting excommunicated from the temple. Yikes. So, like, was it wrong? No, no, <laughs> it was Jesus. So. Yeah. So yeah, those are my thoughts. It's like yeah. she's, she's judging the action by the wrong criteria. Yeah. And I think it's when you get too um politics pilled, like you mm-hmm. kind of ignore that they're like I don't know, it feels like the people of the Daily Wire and I love the Daily Wire. I'm happy to be bought out by you at any point in time. <laughs> So that you can actually have some funny people. On I will network. not leave $5 million on the table and then emotionally abuse my wife. I promise. Yes. I and I that. promise that I will not dress up like a woman and work out at Planet Fitness for some reason. Also, <laughs> the reason was comedy. Ethan. it was funny. Everyone was laughing with yeah. him. Yeah. With him. Mm-hmm. It was really, really funny that this guy. I don't think trans yeah. people want to dress up as a woman as much as Steven Crowder does. That's I just think, been my experience. Yeah. He seems to be really really into it because he's done it he's done it more than once that's the he's other done thing. It so many times he's done it so like, many times so anyway uh he was in a pro-life film so you have to give him credit for that he was in to save was a he? life yeah oh yeah well he was also in arthur so i'll give him credit for that too he was he played the brain who was he mr ratburn he played the brain who was he buster <laughs> <laughs> he was bust her okay Oh, yeah. He's dressed up as a woman. Yes. A female rabbit. Here's what I think. When you get so politics pilled, you kind of deny. And I think the Daily Wire people do this unintentionally. Okay. Um, But there's like a denial of transcendentals. Like there is like truth, beauty and goodness exist insofar as they support the right wing platform, not Mm -hmm. as things in and of themselves and of course people like michael moles and matt walsh will like pay lip service to it but it's not like a coherent part of of the of the arguments ever really because they just go to and this makes sense because they want to they want to cast the net really wide they want to get people who are who don't believe in god who do believe in god they don't care so it makes sense to go to start with the 
sex trafficking angle. It makes sense to start with the, oh, you, you can get on websites if you don't have, like I have to do more age verification for Spotify than I do for, you know, uh, a <laughs> porn hub. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it yeah. makes sense to kind of go after the policy things first, but then when they actually get to deep down, like, okay, yeah, all of those things are wrong, but like, why is it wrong? If ever, if no one is hurt by it, why is it wrong? And There's if you no, can't say, yeah. well, sex is actually made to be an expression of love in the confines of marriage. With like no you, one else around purposefully. Right. You know? Yes. <laughs> with, with no one else around. And like, it's meant to be uh, the, the, the gift of one spouse to the other and the, mm -hmm. like the way that you create life. And it's something that's actually sacred and set apart from the rest of yeah. your whole life. Then it's like, People get really uncomfortable with those words. They're like, oh, I had to, because then, because then, because no, that's like an really attack do, yeah. on their whole worldview. Then when you yeah. say that, when you're like, sex belongs in marriage only, and it's for the love of the spouse and the creation of children only, then it's like, yeah, people get super, woo, they get really uncomfortable. Because then what, when you say that, it's like you've gone from defending a position of anti porn to attacking their position of pro sexual promiscuity, basically. Yeah, I and it's not even it's not even just promiscuity. It's like whatever. There's probably a better of, word there. Well, not, not even it's not even just promiscuity. It's like this this idea of what sex is for. So it's like yeah, you know, it's keeping it. It's it's kind of it's kind of builds up as like this 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 paramount of of human fulfillment, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like mm -hmm. I was having a conversation with a friend in high school. And I remember I always remember this because I felt really embarrassed by it. But I mm. it was like it said more about her than it did about me. We were having a conversation at the lunch table with a bunch of people around about saving sex until marriage now mm -hmm, mm -hmm. looking back i recognize now that i should not have assumed that she was thinking hypothetically <laughs> oh boy <laughs> yeah um yeah. so we were having a conversation that's that 15 year old type beat that happens a lot yeah oh yeah but like, it was like surely. you know i'm you know it's like surely this 15 year old has not had sex um <laughs> i mean you know i tend to think that all the time <laughs> right oh how you wrong know. we are but we had we had convers we had a conversation about how like you know you know sex before marriage really wrong and I was like yeah I think I think it is wrong and she was like well I mean if you know you're gonna marry the person anyway you know why why is it wrong and I was like well you know if you know you're gonna marry them I mean let's like take wrong out of the picture entirely like isn't it more special if you like wait until your wedding like doesn't that honor sex more because she was like it seems like you think sex isn't important for building a relationship and i was like well no i do understand that it's important but like that kind of makes it so that we should save it until marriage right and then she's like i'm uncomfortable and she's trying to kind of stop the conversation looking back i recognize it's because she's probably having sex with her boyfriend who she thought she was going to marry and ended up not marrying so yeah. it's probably unfortunate that i that i took that yeah. route but hey you live and you learn you know mm -hmm. she was making silly mistakes a 50 year old so was i so it's you right. know different caliber um, of mistake but yeah, so it's like, it's like, it's not a big deal. Um, but like that, that, you know, she, she got uncomfortable because I understand why she got uncomfortable, but mm -hmm. people do get really uncomfortable when you, um, people get really uncomfortable when you kind of point out that they're doing something that's wrong and they really like it, which is why I think a lot of people, you know, go this route of like, well, I have like plausible deniability that these people, I don't know that these people are being trafficked. So if they're not being trafficked and they're not being abused, well, then it's fine. Or if they, if they, if they obviously want to do this and you kind of trick yourself into thinking that they want to do it, right. like then it's fine. And so now all mm -hmm. of a sudden you're in, it's like, there's really, there's really no, I guess. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, I don't know anyone who would defend porn 
that is not obviously using it. And if yeah. they're using it, they're probably attached to it in some way. Right. Yeah. I've never met someone who's like, well, I don't know if people are porn free, but it's like, I've never met someone who's like, yeah, I don't have a problem with porn. I don't watch it myself, but I don't have a problem with it. You know, I've never met someone like that. <laughs> yeah. Because you wouldn't say that about any other thing that's like addictive in nature. No, people say that about things that are on addictive well, I guess, all the time. Yeah. I was just thinking about like Coke, you know? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Something that like overrides your understanding of like, it's like, like bro, you're saying there, you're saying there's a problem with Coke, bro. I don't like, I don't use it, bro, but like, like, I don't see a problem with like, I don't see a problem with it. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. But I think it's, it's this, it, and even that's a good example, right? Cause I think these same, the same argument would be, well, what if you do cocaine once a week in your house by yourself and no one else is around and it's just because and, you like it and it doesn't affect your work. It doesn't affect anything. You just yep. do it. So like, what's the problem? You don't get it. You don't get it from a drug trafficker. You make it yourself. Yeah. And you (laughs) You grow the cocoa bean in your backyard and you, and you crush it up and Mm -hmm. you put it in a pipe and and you put it it in a pipe and you smoke it. Uh, So what's the problem? Like Like if if there was completely ethical, what's the issue? It's like, well, and that's the, that goes back to the same thing of, well, there's dignity to the body and there's right ways to treat the body and there's wrong ways to treat the body. Yeah. And, and there's actually like, and it's objective. Like it's not, you can't actually debate it is the thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, that, and it's like, and there's something, yeah. there are some things that are like objectively worse by degree. Mm-hmm. And there's some things that are objectively fine by degree. Like I had a conversation about someone like about abortion with someone. And I was like, let's pretend that the baby is a part of the woman. Mm-hmm. It's not okay to chop off your arm. Yeah. You know? So even right. if, even if the baby is a part of the woman, it's not okay to like excise a part of you mm-hmm. for no reason. Yeah. And they didn't even go with the amputation. They were like, oh, so is exfoliating your skin wrong? And I was like, no, like, obviously not. But like, you're playing a a mind game where it's like, I can describe these two acts as similar, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I can describe cutting off my arm and, um, (laughs) and exfoliating both are, you know, getting rid of parts of my body. Right. So then getting rid of my arm must be okay or killing yeah. a baby must be okay. People immediately so, like, jump to those nonsensical situations of like, would yeah. you rather save a three-year-old kid or a thousand fertilized embryos Yeah, uh, in a burning rather, building? Would you rather be uh poor and be legal or kill your mother? So, yeah. Would you, would you rather, rock? would you rather abortions be legal or women sticking hangers, you know, like in back out, yeah. like, no, yeah. Then they just go to these crazy things. It's like, well, okay. All I'm saying is that the body has dignity and there's right things to do and wrong things to do. And you don't want to talk about that. And so you're making up scenarios now. Yes. I like, let's take this separately. Of course, I don't want women to have back alley abortions. Of course, I don't want women to be sex trafficked. Of course, I don't want uh, a thousand fertilized embryos to die in a, in a house fire, you know, or something, whatever, whatever house this is that has those in a closet. Um, like it's funny because like, these guys are doing what you're saying. They're mm-hmm. they're speaking in terms of like, let's talk about objective actions here. And she's still talking about consequences. And she right. can't she yeah. can't think about the and I think so. I mean, this kind of shows that like the the conservative, Catholic, the right, they like to be like liberals hate facts and logic. But that's my Paul Watson impression. Yeah. Um, but like it appears to me that when it comes down to the wire, mm-hmm. oh, even even the right doesn't understand the conversation and like this just kind of harkens back to like everything that i think when it comes to politics like the 
the right is so high and above the left, mm-hmm. morally speaking, mm-hmm. in their minds, that they don't recognize that their fallacies have fueled the left. Yes. And like, you know, Glenn Beck can write his book about the Overton window and how everything's changing. And nowadays women or cats and dogs are living together, like all this stuff. And you don't see that like the errors in the conservative ideas of what it means to be a person are fueling the liberal ideas. Because if the mm-hmm. conservative idea is an individual can determine himself and his actions, and as long as it's not hurting anybody, then it's okay. Then why is it wrong for a person to change their gender? And then you have to come up with, well, they're, they're grooming little kids. Like, okay, what if they weren't? Mm-hmm. Is it wrong right. to change your gender and why? Right. There's no, there's no God. There's no action. Like, yeah. like I, I posted this the other day on the mm. internet. I was like, what is the definition of a woman then? Because it's like, oh yeah, it's an adult human female. Okay. Well then that is basically meaningless. It's obvious. It's like, that's just a, okay. So like a, an adult human female. Great. So like then an adult human female. I can like become one, right? I can like chemically alter my body and like rearrange my organs in such a way that I appear female. Oh sure. no, it's all the way down to your chromosomes. Okay, well, like now, like why, why do chromosomes matter? Like, what is what is the metaphysical reality of a chromosome? Why does this matter? There's no there's no discussion about that. There's no like, well, God has ordained men and women for a specific purpose to reveal something about Himself, and so if you are a woman, you need to remain a woman. Because it's what God has ordained from before time began. Like that's a right. much more powerful argument yeah. in my mind. And it's and it's Obviously logically sound. Secular. It's yeah. like you can carry it all the way through every single step. Whereas yeah. like a lot of these other arguments are valid in like whatever individual circumstance that they're talking about, but sure. they don't hold down to the to the to the bedrock of the issue, right? Yeah. Which is like human beings were created for a purpose by a an omniscient, omnipresent trinitarian god you know like if you can't get there with your argument then your argument's wrong (laughs) and so like that's that's the issue and i will say real quick because we have i have to leave in four minutes um, okay the the other the the, i agree with your point about the the fallacies of the right fueling the left the fallacies of the left also fuel the right too sure it's like i think this is an issue i I just want to give the fair the mogul male but the um this it's like i'm thinking of the whole vaccine deal you know where uh left is all about bodily autonomy and i can do what i want with my own body and then the right throwing my body my choice back in their face you know is just like fueling their their whole division right and it's like shoving Mm -hmm. that wedge in because the left could not properly articulate why everybody had to be forced to take that vaccine because it wasn't a sound argument it didn't go all the way down and it like contradicted reason you yeah, know with what allowed, they believe yeah and it allowed the right to take on that maxim of my body my choice which is not sound <laughs> yes and now all of a sudden it switched and then the left right. was like well you don't care about and it's like you're just talking past each other mm-hmm. i don't understand why the left and the right can't see hey if you guys are saying the same thing mm-hmm. and it doesn't apply in every situation then it and must not, it be, not be true, true. <laughs> right yeah like if my body, yeah. my choice applies to this situation, not that situation, then it must not be a maxim that you can live your life by. And so you have to come up with something else. But they're like, mm-hmm. you can't say that. Only we can say that about something different. And then it's like, we're going to, you know, coerce your body anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're exactly right. It's like, right. you can make arguments for why vaccines should be mandatory. I don't think a lot of them are good. So here's what I'm saying. For the people from the Daily Wire that are watching this, you need to have 
real robust people on your network. I'm not yes. saying it should be me, no. but I am saying you could get us for a tenth of the price of uh, uh, who? What's the guy's name? The the lady who was at the Steven planet Crowder. fitness. Stephen Crowder. <laughs> a tenth of the price. Now think about that as a deal. You've got a you've got a graduate from the alt right Franciscan University of Steubenville here. Indeed. Hey, we're you, green just like Pepe Le Frog. You've got you've got a guy who follows Bronze Age pervert on Twitter, even though he doesn't like it. Right? That's I mean, this is what more could you want? <laughs> what more could you want? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh boy. Anyway, uh, well, this is good. This is good. I think yeah, this is no good. Dr. I like Ethan's dating corner today. No Doctor Ethan's dating corner, unfortunately. Uh, but next week we'll have a we'll have an overload because we've done two weeks in a row without a Doctor Ethan's dating corner. So we'll yeah. do a, a dating heavy podcast next week. Yeah, we'll do we'll be, do a, we'll do a, a monthly dating mailbag is what yeah, we'll do. It'll be it'll be awesome. So send it'll in your show. questions to the mailbag. You can email Patrick at the crunchcast.com with a dating question if you have one, or if you find one online that you think that we should talk about, maybe on a subreddit, maybe on Twitter somewhere. We'd love to take the submissions and uh, chat about them on our dating palooza next week. Patrick, do you have anything else for the people? Bits.ly slash crunch discord. Uh, oh wait, sorry. I was supposed to do a bit. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, uh, you did a bit. Discord, uh, Patreon.com slash the crunch. There was $5,000 in that jar and I am correct. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We'll be praying for you and we'll see you all. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.